0: I would rather play for five hours and break even with you guys than play for 20 minutes and win $200, though. That would Uh, I uh, would rather. Yeah, I'll take the
1: walking away even. Oh. Any day. Please. Now, guys, here's a real question. We tried this two years ago. This year in Vegas, are we going to keep a ledger of our winnings?
0: (laughs) What? No.
1: I've got it. Negative winnings. This will be year four for me of keeping a ledger of everything. Sick. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I tried it one year and I got so depressed. I was like, can't keep a ledger anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I solve a lot of my problems, actually. I'm like, boy, I wonder I wonder what that feeling is where my base, my penis hurts. And I'm like, well, if I get a checkup, it might tell me something bad. I better not do that. That's the oh. same of me not using a ledger in Las Vegas.
2: Well, why worry about that stuff? Why are you
1: messing around with the base anyway?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, base is fine. <laughs> Oh, the nerve endings down there. It just you got like, a radio on this on this episode, <laughs> Rob, or not? I
1: did, though. I did have a pain in the base of my penis today, and I was walking around, and I was like, oh.
2: the, you guys were the first guys I thought of. And I was like, hmm, I'll something I could bring up tonight. I was going to say, you better give us the password in case we need to take this down <laughs> after something bad happens. <laughs> this would be I, down so fast, Rob. If, if, right. if you guys don't know, that is yeah, so mean. That's literally. It, it would be down before Matt even got to make up something at your funeral about what what made you croak. Rob's in the hospital with a penile hey. injury, and...
1: Honestly, guys, I'm trying to keep this podcast in a positive place. Can we not talk about death anymore <laughs> oh this episode? <laughs> in 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums decided by Rolling Stone Magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy... Back. Did it, did it better? I'm going to put a huge echo on that I think it's going to sound really good Biggest echo you've ever heard We are all the way up to album 179 179 And you know what Jenny asked me the other day Don't no, today She said how many years do you have left of the podcast And I was like oh we don't talk about it I said we're up to like 179 I said 50 years 50 episodes a year You can kind of do the math did she really ask that? Yeah, she did. She did. And I what said, I What do you oh, think
2: the real answer is? I, I said, not, halfway there yet.
1: I said, but if it stops making us happy, we're not going to do it. Lie. Lie. <laughs> all of us are obsessed with finishing things. That's the biggest
2: lie of all time. Okay. <laughs> have, have you ever told her, Rob, like, oh, maybe maybe I'm just going to stop doing it. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of it. No. No. Because I have to. That's
1: going to be my ultimate weapon. If she, like, wakes up and gets mad at me, I'm going to cancel her record. I'm going to say you made the podcast end. You're the Yoko and she's going to have to oh, think about no. <laughs> it. Okay. And I find when I lash out like that, things go great for me.
2: Rob, if, it, if, you you were the Yoko. if you really wanted to play it right, you make up a fake recording and you cancel it to do something with your family or to go to bed early or to, to wow. do something. Oh yeah. Hey, no one needs to know that there wasn't a real recording that night. Right. Not up
1: to us. That is, I, I guess I don't even know, how would she know that there was a, I didn't record then. She would just think I did. It's not like she's listening
2: to me. No, like, no, 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 it's, it's like eight o'clock. You can mm-hmm. you go put your headphones on. You start recording. You're like, you know what? I don't need the podcast anymore. I'm going to just take the week off. Tell her, Hey, we're, I'm, I just told the guys we're taking a break tonight. We're not doing it. Now you think when I go to bed with
1: her, she's going to be happier. Like no. that's going to be like, no,
2: <laughs> no, Scott or mask off.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: it's like those douchebags. You ever see that on, on like Instagram or whatever? Those douchebags that come up to their girlfriend otherwise, like, you know what? It's it's Wednesday night. I'm I'm not gonna watch football tonight. I'm gonna hang out with you. We can grab some dinner and all this stuff. And every red blooded American knows that there is no fucking yeah. football on There's Wednesday no football nights anyway. So like what a douchebag. There's
2: an night. of no football. I'm gonna make yeah. her watch the Timberwolves, which seems to be working. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good. They're yeah. fun. It's impressive that you've made
1: that. You did it. I just can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine being like, Jenny, watch some UFC with me tonight. she would
0: be like, but, okay, I, mean, I listen, love you. This is once in a lifetime. Like, the Wolves are not going to win the title. The literally, players, with it, literally with a Timberwolves. Yes, once the playoffs will be a disappointment. You have to enjoy this regular season. Great regular seasons are not something to take for granted. Like, going out, like, knowing your team is going to win more likely than not every night, you got to enjoy that.
1: No, this is going to last forever.
3: Somebody, a comedian, had a nice talk about the Minnesota's got a new flag. I don't know if you've seen it, Aaron. or I don't know. think I've don't ever know.
2: seen the old flag. Okay, well, has, has anyone seen any of Yeah, the old
3: flag was pretty bad. But the new flag, literally, it's two different blues. And then they've got, you know, the, sp- the blue is supposed to symbolize. The, this is the guy's joke. And so I'm, I'm stealing a guy's joke. So it's not my joke, but just so everybody knows. But it's, it says, you know, the blue represents the lake. And then they've got a star that looks like a butthole. It does look like a butthole. And the butthole represents Minnesota sports teams. (laughs) Because they just all suck so bad. So you got a really big laugh out of the crowd in in New York with that. So I thought it was pretty good.
1: Uh, Listen, it's uh, from 1997. We have a plus-size double album from the notorious B.I.G. It's Life After Death. All right, guys. Let's.
2: Are you uh, you doing the in twenty twenty anymore? Are we losing this again? You did it already. We just did a little and I stopped.
1: I told you I was going to put the big echo on it, Russell.
2: Oh.
1: Okay. No. No. No.
2: But it's not as big as this this echo. echo. Was at a family reunion this last weekend, and someone who listens to the podcast will go unnamed because they mm-hmm. don't want to be named on the podcast. Yeah, maybe just Did the first part of the podcast. The intros have been going pretty long lately. I said, do you like that or not? He kind of just shrugged. Just shrugged. He, okay, so um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry, Russell's uncle. Uh, Anthony. You're not enjoying
1: I Harold. Can you imagine caring about the opinion of Carl. somebody who listens to this podcast? <laughs> hey, I listened to your podcast. Yeah, I've listened to about... Oh, 360 hours. Oh, this is what I think. Well, no, I don't care what you think at all. You've listened to 360 hours of the podcast. Except for That's except crazy. for John from Edina, who loves everything about this podcast. And yeah. Oh, well, John would never criticize us, okay? Because I know his never. IP address. I would cut him off. Wouldn't allow him to download it anymore. Okay, we'd stop the podcast out of spite. We wouldn't do it. Just to bug him. Listen, okay, let's go to the radio, okay? Now, for this one, guys, it is... uh. What was I going to say? I don't know. But, you know, as a, I think as my New Year's this year. I'm going to try to grow. I'm going to try to make the intro shorter. Okay? I'm going to think about typing in something about the base of my penis pains into WebMD. See what comes up. All right? No, a Probably shower, a good really. idea. And I'm going to really try... To you know, I think uh, I think Aaron has been feeling disrespected again. It comes in cycles, it comes in waves. All right, so let's let's work on that a little bit, and let's turn on the radio and see if maybe the song relates to what I just said. Who knows? What's, What's up, up, everybody? We welcome to K R O B. We got a song that today is wrong week, hundred <laughs> percent. <What? laughs> that is a hundred percent the wrong week. All right.
0: What is happening?
1: That was, and here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K Rob K-R-O-B. You know, tonight you're going to learn that Aaron actually wants me to interrupt. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Aaron Roland going as far as I can see. You can break it into three categories. He'll talk to us about the food he eats, the drinks that week, books he reads, If you listen close when Aaron starts up, you'll notice he wants me to interrupt. He wants me to bring in with a funny joke, a pun I wrote. It's exactly what he had hoped. After the four Good of fun. us record, I get a TXT thanking me, saying it was so funny, hoping I would never cease. The saddest thing would be if I say quietly when Aaron is talking, he wants me to break in a time or two, just like he wants me to. I don't interrupt Matt Russell's list, but tonight I can at least promise this. I'll let Aaron say at least five sentences. Aaron, Aaron tries to complete his role and go in every week. But then <laughs> Rob, he just cannot wait when he has something funny to say. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron just wants to complete what he thinks about some meal that week. Then Rob has okay, Aaron, something go. to convey and everybody agrees he's so funny.
2: Wow. When That's so yeah, nice. you guys. Yo. That's rapper alive. Oh, man. King of New York.
1: That's but King of New York shit right there. Look it up online. Uh, if you want to hear for guys who I'm trying
2: to think of something funny to say. They can't. That's not like it. a It's got to be something about your boudoir photo shoot be calling Biggie Smalls, right? Let me ask you guys Biggie. this. did it better.
1: We had a family friend ask us if they could do a boudoir photo shoot in our apartment. What do you guys think about that? I hate to drop this bomb on you right off the bat. In your, your apartment?
2: apartment? Yeah. What kind of shithole do they live in that they want to use your apartment? <laughs> I I was like, well, I don't like. Are you gonna have a bunch of pictures
1: of me in the background? Because that'd be kind of. What kind of perks do you get out of it? Do you get like? Do you get a free
0: print, or do you get you know a, a uh, Dwayne Reed gift card, or what's
1: up? Do you get? Do you get to keep the sex doll? I sniffed all the seats in my apartment and that didn't lead to anything. So I'm not sure what exactly I get out of it.
0: Okay. You sniffed the seats? (laughs) Don't say it like that, Aaron. Or after that. I'm confused. Before? What?
2: (laughs) No, I don't. I'd be like sniffing your own butt on the couch, Aaron. Oh, Aaron, who
1: would sniff their own butt on the couch? What's your problem?
3: (laughs) What's your
4: problem? Oh, my God.
1: What's your problem, bud. What is <laughs> happening? You know how hard it is? You know how when you check your breath, you got to lick your hand and smell that, and that's your breath? Okay? You got to smell the couch if you want to see what it really smells oh, like. Oh, no. no. <laughs> that's what Aaron's saying. Gross. Why? Listen, I've got four guys here. This is back to better. We're talking about Biggie Smalls, Life After Death. No. Yes. I'm so confused. These titles of his albums are all sound so similar. Uh, and I've got four
2: guys here. All two of them?
1: Well, yeah, because, yes, Life After Death and Ready to Die, oh, to me, is the most confusing thing.
2: Albums. That's confusing.
1: Well, he's got his greatest hits, too, but that doesn't confuse me as much. Uh, listen, I've got four guys here who have only some problems. Yeah, because yeah. we, we don't have more money yet. We need more working money. We're working on it. We're trying okay. to monetize this thing. Yeah. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing tonight?
2: Rob, I love the dough more than you know. Do you know what the beef is? Oh, sorry. That was meant for my cameo on the Wisconsin Lacrosse Cooking Podcast. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Russell comes on. He's like, I'll only do it if you guys eat meat. (laughs) Oh, you want me to uh, caress your wife down? Okay. Only if I get to cook real meat on there. And then they eat meat. So, like, the whole time they're like, my stomach hurts so bad. I haven't eaten meat in 12 years. Russell's like, please don't do that. I'm pumping away in your wife. Don't say stuff like that. Gross me out. Okay. Hey, are you smelling
2: the cushions back there? Is that what you're doing? Oh, no, a callback. No, I got to keep that joke in. What a bummer. I have our notes up. I have our notes up for our, our Rod Stewart podcast about mm-hmm. halfway through the edit. And I'm half tempted to just write the edits down for this one immediately, Rob. No, don't do nope. that. The time signatures <laughs> will get all screwed up. Okay.
1: And Russell, you got, you got to take it in. It's like a wine. You got to let it age a little bit. Okay. Because <laughs> you I'll never know. i to let it breathe. I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing?
3: Uh, good, Rob. Just trying to figure out who's the real dookie, meaning who's really the shit. <laughs> Thanks cool. for having me on uh, the podcast today.
1: And I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron uh, recently got a model of uh, Mount Everest. He, he got a model of Mount Everest and he built it. And his wife said, oh, is that to scale? And Aaron was like, well, no, it's just to look at. So small. I mean, you could. Uh, Aaron in California. Aaron, how are you
0: doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm going back to Cali, but I squeeze first, ask questions last. Let's talk about life after death, the notorious BIG, the Black Frank
1: White Biggie Smalls. All right, let's just get into the voicemail know anybody named Frank White? I do. I'm so stupid. You do? I can <laughs> kiss my aunt. Uh, God, God <laughs> our <laughs> our <laughs> listeners are dumb shits. They're just the dumbest of the dumb. Oh. Godly <laughs> <our laughs> listeners are dumb shits. Just it's the dumbest <laughs> of the dumb. It's unfortunate <laughs> how I play <laughs> this <laughs> song <laughs> right <laughs> when <laughs> I... Dumb dumb shit, dumb shit, dumb shit, dumb shit. Dumb, dumb, shit. Dumb, shit.
2: Dumb, dumb,
1: dumb, It's unfortunate how I play that right at a time where I really desperately need voicemails, actually.
5: Hey, fellas. This is Ben from Minneapolis. I know this is a travel podcast, so I thought I'd share a story. I was just taking a flight from Minneapolis to Vegas, uh, (laughs) sitting in my seat, boarding process going on, noise canceling headphones on. When from immediately behind me, I hear uh, a man exclaim, we're on the wrong plane, Um, which got my attention and all the attention of all the people around us. We were trying to figure
1: out. Now, do you think he means that like in a spiritual sense? Like, I, the wrong
0: and I don't you'd be on the astral plane, but I'm on yeah. the earthly plane but I, instead.
3: But again, I don't know. I have never heard this or whatever, so I'm not sure, but I, he's not on the wrong plane. He got on the right plane. He booked the wrong tickets. Is that? Oh, ass? we got to let I, it play out. I,
1: yeah, I, I know. but I don't like, not know yet. Man, I got an industry. How, how can I didn't you, listen to this either. So this is a big how mystery How can you get on too. a plane
3: if you're on the wrong plane? I mean, like the scan tickets plane. and
1: all that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it only takes three points to make a plane. What? Geometry joke coming in hard? (laughs)
5: Oh! Figure out immediately what happened. How did this person miss all of the signs that they got on the wrong plane? It turns out that they were trying to go to Phoenix, but actually booked the flight to Vegas uh, inadvertently. Mm. It was a mistake. So the whole boarding process is happening. They get the flight attendant's attention all the passengers around us are offering suggestions. Uh, some saying just go to Vegas and drive the four hours to Phoenix. Others saying get off. Mm-hmm. If you get off, do you get your money back? There's all these different considerations. Um,
1: <laughs> Honestly, can I just tell you what I would do right now? I wouldn't have said anything. i just, just eat get to
5: it. A, yep, get to
3: Vegas and then figure out how to get to Phoenix. Either I, drive, yeah.
1: There's no way I could let a plane full of people know that I accidentally bought tickets to the wrong place. And if I had said something out loud by accident, like it's one of those things where if Jenny said it out loud, I'd be like, shh, 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 shh,
4: shh,
3: No, we'll
1: just, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Like we cannot There's tell.
3: There's a- also zero, zero percent. And it's not, it's never zero. Zero percent chance Jenny doesn't say something. Like she'd absolutely would say, we're
0: on the wrong plane. Right. It would be right out loud.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And then like one of my kids would start crying. You know what I mean? Like we were going to like. A birthday party that she really wanted to go to, or something. She's bawling her eyes out. I'm like, and meanwhile, I'm back there going like, shh, shh, shut up, shut up.
5: Everybody's like, what? why are you? You're a monster. Phoenix, others so saying, get off. If you get off, do you get your money back? There's no all of these different considerations. Um, <laughs> the whole thing is a complete mystery to me. I have no idea how they walked past. They went through security, got through the gate agent. Sat in the plane, started hearing the announcements about going to Vegas, uh, and completely missed it up until that point.
1: But here's here's the big one: I don't get is when you walk up there, aren't you wondering why the person is standing in front of a sign that says Vegas to Las Vegas and not Phoenix? Is
2: is there is there a chance they're going to? Matt knows uh, directions a little better than I do. Is there a chance they're going to like the Grand Canyon or a place where you could potentially be flying into one of the two? And they just booked one. They're they're not going to stay on the strip, or they're you know I think they're going somewhere in between, right? You'd think, but at the same time, like if you are booking a
3: flight, right, you're booking to a destination. Like the only one that makes complete sense to me is like Austria and Australia, or something like that. Like where you you would completely mix it up somehow. You know what I mean? But like you'd then eventually would figure out like that when you land and I don't know things like that. But Phoenix and Las Vegas, I don't. I just I don't get how you'd mess that up
1: but you know it'd be weird if you're in vienna and you're like wait a minute nobody's throwing another shrimp on the barbie right that is (laughs) hmm. there are no fosters here i'm really looking forward to having a foster you're you're flying with aaron and he's like well the age of consent is different in both countries too and you're like what how do you know that that's what you know (laughs) that's so weird
2: both Phoenix and Vegas are approximately three and a half to four hours from the Grand Canyon. I, my prediction is trip to the Grand Canyon. They had talked about flying into one airport. Someone made a mistake and booked up flying into the other airport and they, they didn't think anything of it until they got on the plane.
1: I, I, you know what I would do if they were sitting by me and I'd be like, listen, I actually work at Delta. Give me 400 bucks cash right now. <laughs> OK, and when you get off this plane, I will call my boss and I will have somebody come and meet you. OK, and they will help you out, because obviously you are dealing with two people who don't know what's going on. And you might as well take advantage of them. OK, because they're going to Vegas. They're super rich Okay, or they're going to Phoenix for retirement. You're going to get every last dime. But either way, okay, you've earned that money, Aaron. And that's what I've learned from this album. you got to get that money any way you want. Love the dough. And also, I th- I thought I had a beef with you guys, but it turns out I don't. What okay, is I d- beef? I just want to say nasty words. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's it. Oh wait, would your guys' reaction to be on the wrong plane differ if you had your kids or family, or you were on your own? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for yeah sure. totally.
2: What if you were on yeah. your own? What would you do?
1: Never tell go anybody.
2: I'd <laughs> go to where I'm
1: going. Time to open yeah. that uh, folder I have in Google Drive that says "Fake My Death." Let's go through the plan Let's get it going here I guess I live in Vegas now I can never tell anybody this story
3: I live in Vegas now You're going to live with me now, Chunk (laughs) I'm
1: in Vegas now? Baby Ruth? Can you imagine, by the way, if I lived in Vegas Oh my god It would take me one year And I would have the biggest house because I'd be so rich. Oh, my God, guys, we're going to win so much money this weekend. I could hardly stay at it. (laughs) Nothing could possibly go wrong. You know what my thought was today? I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to get sick. I'm going to get sick like Thursday flying out there. I know I am. Now, there's a story behind this.
0: Would anyone care to share? Because we did go through two episodes since Christmas and have not heard much about this sort of thing. We heard about a noodles trip, but we didn't hear a lot about other Christmas escapades.
1: Oh, well, now listen. Are you,
3: Aaron, I'm willing to forego my rolling going to here, the uh, extended version. Are you <laughs> yeah, willing true. to forego your f- Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah go ahead. I'm, I'm go. willing. We can do this. I'm listening. Yeah. Well, Are, you first of all, say, hey, Are you talking about gotta me getting... We got to say game? thanks. Ben from Minneapolis. Fairly, fairly new listener. Yeah. Great guy. Thanks for calling in, Ben. Hey, you, that you know guy what? That takes
0: you? my advice. He does. He I'm like, sorry that we yeah. answered your question before you even asked it, Ben. Please call me He lives again. right down the river from you, too, Russell. You guys are
1: practically neighbors.
0: Well, let's not so. make it
1: creepy, but. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a gift, let's play this little song just to celebrate. For we all were all better, thinking that. That was a great voice.
0: Oh.
2: These are the stories that I like. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Bed's dog's like taking a shit next next to these guys on the plane, but he's like, Yeah, we're gonna hear
1: about your
2: flight tonight. Oh, all I know is, Rob, I I was maybe uh, I knew some people that were maybe gonna see you a while back, and you Mm -hmm. it, it turned out you flew in, you didn't feel good for a day or so. And then I I heard like you you had, had went to Shake Shack and brought that on the plane. You went to a Buffalo Wild Wings. You had something. To, I think I think you got to limit the the food at a at an airline, right? Okay, so it could
1: have been. Now, it's true. When I flew into Minnesota, we arrived at my in laws at four thirty in the morning. Okay, they threw back the sash. Okay, and they saw that we were there. All right. Now, what made me sick? What made me throw up that next day? Because I watched the Vikings game and for some reason threw up. Okay, and then when it was time to hang out with my family, I got really sick, and I had to go upstairs, and I'm serious. Okay? I really got sick, and I really had to go upstairs by myself and sleep. Uh, Now, it could have been, yeah, the Shake Shack that I wolfed down in the seat because I was embarrassed that it smelled.
2: On the plane.
1: It could have been the Buffalo Wild Wings that we got with our credit the second time we got off the plane. Definitely the Buffalo Wild (laughs) Wings. Okay. Because I did get lots. multiple spices, okay, <laughs> lots of different spice kinds, <laughs> and a couple drinks, and that's it. Okay, and a lot of fries. I don't know what they, I don't know if they're cleaning out the fryers or what, but they brought up more fries fries than you should give to a person, and I ate almost all of them.
2: Two meals in one airport, I think, is 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 a side for disaster.
1: There's also another thing. Yes. Okay? Oh. <laughs> Jenny got Jenny needed. And this, I cannot express to you how important this is. Salad dressing. Okay, now, where do you buy a salad dressing in an airport? Okay, well, the answer Jilly's. is those salad vending machines, right? I they got the vending saw, machines with a jar wow. of salad. She took that, took the dressing out, gave it to me. I ate the whole thing, all right? <sighs> I'm sorry, you just ate the salad dressing? With no, I ate the salad dressing. No, what? The salad dressing after she we, had taken, no, the salad after she had taken the you dressing. You keep saying you ate the whole salad dressing. No, I ate the whole salad. There okay. We go. Okay. <laughs> Did now, you toss it first? I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
2: <Aaron>. <laughs>
1: Actually, I, I. You know what? I mean. Honestly, your brother used to listen to this <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> he, but he would, and he, and if I didn't make that joke, he would be disappointed.
1: That's I. I made the biggest mess eating that salad, and he was humiliated because there like I would bet twenty small pieces of salad under me when I was done, and I was just eating a salad, and I was like, everybody's gonna know it's me. Like, this isn't a kid's mess. This is an adult. When you see salad on the ground, that's an adult who made that mess. That is not a kid. It's not Doritos. It's not Goldfish. No. No, No, not Cheerios. I used to eat Cheerios in the backseat of my car all the time, Aaron. My wife never knew. (laughs) She never knew who it was. (laughs) Okay? I mean, I was down there sniffing the cushions anyways. I might as well have a little.
2: have some Cheerios. Have a little treat. Can't
1: edit it out now. It's a callback. Rob, if you edited (laughs) it out earlier, sorry about that. It's my bad.
2: Uh, You can't down roughage. A shake shack and the B dubs before getting mm-hmm. out of it. You can't do it.
1: That recipe
0: for disaster. Not especially
2: from an airport.
1: Uh, yeah, you're right, because I was super sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then you know what happened is that we went somewhere else, and I can't say where, because she'd be really bad if she found out that my kid threw up at her house. So it wasn't my sister's place, but my kid gets sick. Goes into the bathroom and comes out and goes, sorry. And I go, no. <laughs> don't say that to me.
4: <laughs> don't
1: go into the bathroom, throw up, and then come out and say you're sorry. sorry. That's incredibly bad. Also, if she didn't brush her teeth after, she probably has a cavity. So you're Aaron, you know to what? It's my kid. I'll, I'll raise him how I want. Okay? <laughs> don't tell me how to fucking raise my kids. Well, I was
0: making a different kind of joke
1: that okay? Rob doesn't want to make. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then. I'll listen back to the I
0: edit. Did. Here's this the idea. other thing,
3: too. Better. I don't think... I don't think your sister gets enough credit, Rob, for the nice things she does every time you're in town. She had that birthday party for you the one time. She hosts you. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you come in, I, you know, I think we 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 deserve a few podcast claps her for her because she's man. yeah for there's
1: putting a, up with you and your family. There's so. a fifty percent. You know what? Well, I'll give my sister.
2: She, she does that charge an, an exorbitant fee, though, for late payments. I'll just say that. 18% of the maximum allowable rate for an overpayment on that dental work is a bit steep. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. Oh, I was sorry. trying to be nice. We're, we're turning a page oh, here. Oh, I'm sorry. We're turning a page.
1: I came out. I went into that bathroom, okay, that my kid had been in. No. There was there was throw up on the toilet. In the shower next to it, Mm. on the door, on the other side then, by the sink. I was like, how did it go both ways? My kid goes, (laughs) and and all over. Like, I had to, like, take a toilet paper and, like, put it in between the seat and the thing and, like, floss it. Like, that's when you know.
3: (laughs) But maybe, sorry, maybe she she should say
1: sorry. Yeah, sorry feels like. So I said, "What?" I said, "I said, what happened in here?" You throw up in the toilet. Like, what's your problem? You know, yelling at the sick person. Classic dad. That's a
2: classic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What were you thinking?
1: Oh, you you hadn't you had you made something that was accidentally done. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you the business about that. Really helpful. It's gonna help. And she goes, and she goes, I didn't think I would throw up twice. That's a fair point. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's not because everyone throws up twice every time. Nobody in <laughs> the history of the world has ever just gone, Bleh. well, yeah, but done the with second that. one Goodbye. is
0: always a surprise. Every time you're like, I think I'm done. And then
1: nope.
0: you, you got to keep the down. There's always one more. There's always, no. it's always Listen, one
1: more. We're all there. We're all looking into a bowl that smells like vinegar. Okay. We don't like it. You cannot pick your head up. Okay. Cause you know the second <laughs> time it it's coming. Keep your head
5: down.
1: Yeah. It's like saying, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'll just uh, I'll just take a little number two and I'm not going to pee this time. Okay. Are you David Blaine? That would be a David Blaine special I'd watch. Listen, let's get into Roland going. It's, 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 Five sentences, Aaron. It's time I'm gonna give to you. see what everybody I yeah, appreciate to. you. It's, it's time for rolling. rolling. That's one. You didn't know your rolling going started, but oh, when I interrupted. Oh, yeah. So it didn't start yet.
0: Aaron, Roland
1: going. How's it going with you?
0: It's going great. I. Did not eat anything interesting this week that I can recall. I had sushi Friday night. That's uh, my son's choice for everyone's birthdays this year. So we had sushi Friday night for Anna's birthday. We're going to have sushi next Thursday night for my birthday. Uh, so nothing, not, like nothing exciting to report there. Um, did tonight hang out with some friends? You have those friends who just like if your wine glass is empty, they will fill it up. The, the, another one of those nights. Those are good so we'll friends. See. Yeah, great friends. Yeah, we had a super fantastic time. The kids all stayed up way later than usual, so we were out partying late. So I do want to give you guys a shout out. Thank you for staying up late to record with me, um, Rob. Anything? Anything you need to say? You're doing great
1: right now, Rob. That was one of the hardest things I've ever been through in my entire life. And this is what I'm talking about. I can see the sweat on your forehead. Russ yeah, and Matt sweat. were sitting there. And Aaron said, that's what my son picked for our birthdays this year. And nobody said anything. And it, all, it was on sentence three. And I almost
2: threw up. That's what my son picked for our birthdays this year? Rob, could you imagine if you had to go to Noodles for your birthday next year? Oh, my
1: God.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man, like we had, we had dog? a like my birthday is coming up this the next this coming Thursday and we had a babysitter booked. We were going to go out to dinner. And, and then I was like, I, I, I don't know, like how much longer is my son going to want to have dinner with me? Like I want to have dinner
1: with my family on my birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what, Aaron, can I tell you a secret about teenage kids? Yeah. All they want from you is free food. They're starving all the time. (laughs) They will want to go out to eat with you all the time. In fact, I think eating with older kids, it gets better and better because they'll go eat with you and like have a normal conversation and they're actually like people.
0: But so that's what's what's going on in my life. But I do have something I want to ask you. Like I sincerely want to ask you guys about. Sideways. Have you, so you all are professionals (laughs) head to toe. Have you all uh, been in a conversation where someone uses the verb suck? more often in a work conversation than seems impro- seems appropriate. And so like, I'll give you, so here's what happened. Uh, I work in data like analytics. And so well, we're you, Aaron, I just want to, I, I want to point
1: out you do work for uh Bizzle vacuums.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> awesome. So let's, yeah, we're let's just be about careful
1: about. here. Sure does suck.
0: So I'm talking <laughs> to this guy and he keeps saying like, yeah, well, that's how we just, we can take that data, we can just suck in that data, and we can suck oh, in mm-hmm. data from anywhere. Oh, yeah. And then, like, if we just suck in that data, then we can, like, do this or that. And I was like, there are so, like, you could say ingest, import, yeah, transform, grab, whatever. Has Insert. this ever happened to you guys? Whatever it is, like, I thought I was being, I don't know, it just felt like. Is anyone else on this phone call thinking you should not use
1: this term in that way, or am I, is there something wrong with me? I can tell you who would love this conversation is the actor Brett Spiner. He'd be like, "Oh, I feel no emotion, but I do love this, even as a cyborg or an android." I'm sorry, using the an android.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. His
1: name was Data on uh, Star, Star
2: Trek.
1: You know who
3: else, Rob? That that one kid who had the pinches of power in Goonies. Data.
0: He would would love this conversation as well. So, this is fine. You can just talk that way. You guys would, Uh, if you were on this phone call, you would. It feels like everybody's got somebody.
3: Yeah. Somebody's got, and I'm trying to remember the word. There was somebody, there was a lady in my office who used some word like it wasn't suck, but it was something else where I just wanted to say, that's what she said. That's what she said. That, you know, 9,000 every single time. That's what she said. But you can't, right? And you have to just get it out on the podcast because you can't even talk to your subordinates about it, can you? Because no. you, you know, what do you have, 17, 18 people underneath you now? only still
1: only 13, but yeah, I can't, okay. can't bring okay. that up. That's like I used to work at a stair, a place that made staircases. All right? And we would look to see how many people could make it down and how many people would trip and have an accident. We would call that our fall fall ratio, fall ratio, fall, fall, fell is cuz it's in the past so it's actually a fell fel ratio fell ratio and so we would always talk about oh you know how much do you like the fell ratio you home and talk to your wife about fell ratio oh my god that reminds so good. me actually my
0: my mom's dog's name is Angus and and, he, and yeah and when we were leaving like when yeah when we were leaving her house i would say did you kennel Angus and i had like you have to be very <laughs> careful about <laughs> where you place the glottal between kennel angus you got to have some space in there
2: (laughs) it seems to me in a in a professional setting the word "sucks" should probably only be used like once in a conversation right right because there is a sexual connotation with it and if you know someone comes in and you say oh how was your weekend they say "I oh i dinged my car whatever you say that's that sucks that's Mm -hmm. like the only appropriate time to use that in in like a professional setting don't you think
0: Yes, yeah. there's so many other options. You don't need to, like, how many times does does Biggie talk about getting his dick sucked on this album? Like, how? what else do you think about when you hear the word suck? Like, you
1: can't. I mean, if somebody came into, if I came into work and I was like, listen, I accidentally got on a plane. I went to the Philippines. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that stunk. Yes. But I was there for a couple of days, so I walked around and I got sucked off for money. Oh. <laughs> and and you're totally like,
0: okay, okay, that's the one. It violates <laughs>
2: violate the rule of one.
1: That's the one.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the one time. You got it professional right, well,
0: conversation. Thank you. I should have maybe gone to the advice corner for that. Thank you guys for talking me through it. Uh, but how's it rolling going with Russell? That's what I'm curious about right now.
2: Rolling going. Things are going good. You know, the the whole point of, I actually came across a, a article in the Star Tribune the other day that really made me start thinking about this podcast, why we're doing the podcast. And I thought I wanted to Uh-oh. share with you and share the lesson from the article. I thought you guys would appreciate it. Please. So the, the article, if anyone's looking for it, is called... Uh, Siblings sought Wyzetta's best pizza, I believe it's called. And so, essentially, it's about this um, younger adult and her brother. I think her brother had some sort of uh, maybe Down syndrome, or he had so he he had some sort of challenge. But her and her brother had turned had had started this quest a while back, where they started going to get like the best uh, burgers in Wyzetta. They went to like all like twelve different burger spots with the intention of going to them, kind of rating them doing the exact type of thing I would love to do, like, you know, making a list kind of scoring things or whatever. And so then her and her brother decided to do this new quest and it was, let's go find the best pizza in YZ. So we're going to go to all these pizza places, you know, over, I think they went to like 12 pizza spots over like a month period or something like that. Right. Trying out all this stuff, which seems like such a fun adventure to me. You get to try new things, uh, Go places maybe you wouldn't have gone otherwise. So I really like the idea, but she she, the, she wrote in this article these, a couple paragraphs here, and I want to just share with you guys and see um, if it makes you think about what we're doing on the podcast. All right. So All right. She says, throughout our quest, I savored sampling each slice, but more so I reveled in observing Teddy's reaction to the food, to the people, and to the experience. Once again, and not surprisingly, he liked them all pure joy spread across his face as every pizza was placed before us. No matter the spice level, the cheese type, or the amount of sauce, his initial reaction included words such as perfect, delicious, and just right. He ate every shape, type, and flavor without the slightest hint of displeasure or critique. She goes on to say about herself now, while undeniably frustrating to someone who approached this quest with the intention of ranking the city's top spots, It also led me to consider just how often I compare and how unproductive it can be. While I'd focused on faults in order to prioritize, Teddy had arrived at each establishment genuinely eager to sample another pizza with absolutely no desire to place one above the other. Each was a treat and all were uniquely delicious. I'd come into this quest to push Teddy and once again found myself being pushed by him. Realizing the truths that extend well beyond pizza consumption, Life becomes much happier when you choose to enjoy rather than compare. Wow. And I listened to that and it made me think about this podcast and, and is the rating system that takes away from our enjoyment of the podcast. The, this was all built out of the list, but this whole lesson is when you go into something like trying to find faults or trying to find critiques, you're never going to enjoy it as much as if you just went into it with an open mind, right?
0: I mean, there, are, there is one great philosopher who said, life's a journey, not a destination. And that feels like where we're mm-hmm. going with this list. Enjoy every
1: notch on the list without making a comparison. Now, let me ask you, have you guys listened to next week's album? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we, I we, can say, we can say all we want right now. All right. We're listening to Biggie, one of the best albums of all time. It's going to get a little tougher next week. I'm yeah. just going to say that right now. But I, but, but I think that applies so much. I mean, we, Matt recently had a birthday, so we all were on the text chain saying nice things about Matt. And one of the things I said is like Matt's literally changed the the way I view life. Right. Yeah. And part of it was like you just have to have philosophy. Stick with it. Things Decisions all get easy when you have that. But another thing is that when we started, we did a test run where we got a huge fight about Radiohead or something. Not a fight, but it was like, it was a, it was just not like we were, we actually thought we were like, like music critics. I was being a dick. Well, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, that's it. That's what it was. We're gonna re- we're gonna release that episode, no. aren't we? Someday.
2: Essentially you're right. Though. This is why Russell and I are
1: staying alive. It's the only reason because I know if I die, Russell's gonna delete the podcast. He knows if he dies, I'm releasing that episode. That's <laughs> what the fans
2: Essentially, are. I savaged that because I did not like it. And I savaged it. I didn't savage it once, which would have been fair. I did it like every every right. every, every every track. But
1: but haven't you ever gone out to eat I mean, we talked about this other week when we were talking about people going out to eat. Mm -hmm. right. And complaining about the service. And then that's all you can think about. And it just brings you down. And it's like, you know, there's always negative stuff. Like there's always, and I see this a lot in New York too, of like, people are like, no, no, you can't be, you can't say sorry in the subway. You got it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be who I am. But Russell, that's totally what this is. Right. Is that we literally, we started by saying, Oh, is this really the best album? And now we're just like, Oh, this is a great album. Like I enjoyed this. Like I learned stuff about Biggie this week that I didn't know. And it's fantastic. I think it's perfect. Now, do I wish instead we were eating pizza at a normal time instead of starting at yes. 1230 my time talking about the, an album that I listened That's to fair. twice a day?
2: Yeah. But are you saying this would have been more fun if it was done at a normal hour, Rob? Are you comparing? Uh, oh. You know what? Russell, you got me.
1: <laughs> okay. I will just tell you right now, I'm having a great time. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to compare. I'm just going to enjoy. You're totally right.
2: So Roland going, that was my experience was I read something in the star tribune and it related back to our journey and made me think about the way we're looking at That's things. Beautiful. So Roland, Roland going, Matt, have we gone to you yet or not? Roland going, how's yep, it going not. with you?
3: Nope. Nope. I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my promise. So Rob can get to his second rolling going. And I'm pretty sure, uh, I, I, I hate to bring this up about my dad, but I think he's starting to lose it just a, just a tiny little bit and, and I got to tell you what he does now. He's got he's got a brand new truck. He's got one of those
2: new. That's a Ford I, I, Maverick. Wait, 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 man. How yeah. many how many trucks does he get? Just one. Oh, not twenty. Oh, okay. well, it's now, it's not twenty. No. Well, now wait a minute,
1: man. Okay. Because here's the yeah. thing: how much would he pay for that one? Truck? <laughs> if I wanted to go see twenty trucks, I mean that would cost me probably thousands of dollars, right? Like, I would think no, so. yeah, no,
3: not quite that. I bet, Rob. Okay. I bet
1: there's somewhere out there that you could probably
3: see. Twenty trucks
4: for
1: um, probably twenty bucks. That's a buck of
4: truck. Oh that would be a bucket a truck. That's a bucket. A <laughs> that would be a
1: that would be a buck okay. truck. Now man, the thing is if I paid for a buck for a truck, why I would be able to sit on my whole seat, right? <laughs> well, well yes, you're
2: gonna buy the whole seat. I'd buy the whole seat, but you
1: only need <laughs> yeah. the edge.
2: What if what if you <laughs> accidentally spent twenty one bucks for twenty one trucks? Would you tell anyone wow. or just go forward <laughs> with the transaction? Yeah. You, you bought the ticket to the wrong place. <laughs> I think you
3: would have to just go go forward with it, Russell. But just make sure you use the arm chair and, you know, maybe the, maybe lean back. Everyone, use the whole chair that time, right, not just the edge of it.
1: Well, and especially yeah. if you see somebody out there sniffing seats. I mean, if you're just sitting on the edge, they're going to be disappointed.
2: So your dad's got his truck.
3: And he's obsessed with not getting it dinged, right? Somebody opening the doors on it. Yes. So he has started he has started taking... Pictures of the car to the left and the car to the right. Oh, of him. Yes. So that
1: We're into the stage. He
3: comes out and if he sees his car got dinged, he knows what car that was. Now mm-hmm. this
1: seems completely batshit crazy to me, <laughs> <laughs> right? And and not that accurate because another car could just pull up and park. Oh, it right. could, and that way, right?
0: He, you know, yeah, it could. So and does he I delete? Yeah, like how does he keep track? So does, I, don't, well, he I don't know. Does he delete these photos every time? Because eventually you might lose track. Yeah, my mom,
3: and he's trying to find an old picture of one of my sons Mm -hmm. at a birthday, something like this. And my one older one, Leo, says, what are all these pictures of cars? And grandma's like, oh, you know, he takes pictures. And I'm like, oh, "Oh you know. Yeah. Oh, you know.
1: I I get it, though, because if my wife just slowly said, like, oh, I'm going to just take a picture of all these cars that are parked by us like in the at first i'd be like don't do that that's silly and then after about the 10th time i'd be like yeah no it's just what your mom does she takes pictures of the trucks now oh uh, you know is there is there anything else that your parents do that's weird that they never did when you were a kid that they do now and an example that i have is my dad now if he goes to like a, a subway or a pizza place he says his name is tony <laughs> now <laughs> my, my dad's name is rob he never did this growing up i don't know why he started doing it now but everywhere he's Tony, and in okay. fact, we went to a pizza place, and I called it in. He goes, "Well, I can't go in." Rob called <laughs> it. They think I'm Tony. I can't go in and pick it up. <laughs> well, I don't know where it came from, but anything, anything like that, where you guys are like, "What is my, going my, on?" Th-
2: my mom There's a is, lot of stuff, but good. My mom <laughs> has found like the the weird things in life to be like, "Oh no, they're not getting me on this one." So, like, the example would be, um, like, if if her like one air, t- like the tire in her air is down, like one ounce of air pressure that is for sure going into the car dealership that's fine but she once um got like a free keychain from a car dealership and it broke and she was like, oh, I'm going back in there to get a new keychain. Oh, yes. and I was like, this thing cannot cost more than like 49 cents. And yes. you're going back in to get a new keychain? She's like, they gave me a crappy keychain. I'm going in to get a new one. I was like, okay, you do you. Yeah. No, that's how
1: they get you, yep. Russell. They, they're, they're, the, the keychain is a lost leader. I, I Don't have time to explain this to you? Okay, I will later. There, there's a lot of
3: things with like logins to like Netflix or things like that where – you just know that there's just something really simple. Like something's mm-hmm. just like either caps lock, but you know, you know, he just goes, it ruins their day. It's like three hours of pure, you know, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And it's like, I'll be over in five minutes and we'll fix this and go from there. There's just little things like
2: that. Yeah. The TV, what has been for my mom. So she, she, it took her a long time to accept, Oh, I'll use Russ's Netflix. I'll, Oh, I can see there's other shows on Netflix other than what she's got on, had on basic cable for, you know, right. 50 yeah. years. But so she, like, is insistent on only using Netflix on the iPad. And I've explained, well, I could hook this up on your TV. I could get you bigger. No, I do not want it on the TV. No. I only want it on the iPad. I've offered, hey, you could access HBO. I've got all these. Up- I've got, like, you could expand your world of possibilities tenfold. I've got all these services. No. I only want the Netflix, and I only want it on my iPad. How about you, Aaron? Do your parents have any quirks like that? I don't, well, Aaron
3: might not be the you're best as, judge you're as close to them either. Like, you know, like Russell, like I, right, I lived a mile and a half, year. you know,
1: from me, things like that. So we, we see these little things all the time. That's what makes it even harder. Cause like my dad will be at the cabin. He's like, well, how do I illegally pirate this football game? And I'm like, okay, well, here's the site I like to use. And then I'm like, oh, does he have a pop-up blocker an ad pop-up blocker? <laughs> Did I install that last time I was there? Because if he opens this up and he gets, like, four porn ads, that's bad.
5: (laughs) Like, I cannot recommend porn
1: ads to my dad. Because then I had to show him how to go use private mode. You know what I mean? Like, first, turn on private browsing. He's like, yeah, I've got that on already. Yeah, there's no way he doesn't know that. It's,
0: like, (laughs) on permanently.
1: Yeah, why do you have that on?
0: I would say the only generation gap thing I can remember recently with my dad, and maybe this is more of a geographic gap than generation, but I was with him in Arizona, and he had... Uh, The car he had rented was the same model as make and model as my car. And he was like, hey, Aaron, I can't figure out like you're supposed to be able to lock this car without a key. Can you show me how to how to lock the car? And I was like, Dad, I don't lock my car. And he thought that was the funniest fucking thing. And I was like, Dad, I was like. Why would I lock my car? Like, somebody's just going to break the window. Like, I'd rather they open it and take no, the aux cord. I'm with you. I'm
3: with you. <laughs> I know. If they want it, they're going to get in there. And so then instead of just window. losing your aux cord, yeah. you got to go get a new window and a new aux cord. Right. Yeah. I don't lock like my yeah. car. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No,
2: that's Rob, terrible. rolling going. How's it going with you? <laughs> Listen, can you guys Be explain? Fair, Aaron, to me. I didn't lock a car for 20 years and then. After living in my new place, it took me about two weeks and a mistake and someone rummaging through my car. It is now locked.
1: It's locked. Yeah. All right. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> converter is inside. Okay. I took it inside. Please do not look for it. Yeah. You don't need it. Can you guys explain to me the relationship between Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan? What is going on there? So just tell me who they are. They are Scotty Pippin's. Uh what I what what I know is that Scottie Pippen's
3: ex-wife and Michael Jordan's son. Yes. And they got married. married Oh, dating. They got married. Now I I thought they got married.
1: I sent you guys this quote. I didn't know they were married. I sent you guys this quote. And Larsa Pippen has come out and said that he she and Marcus Jordan have sex five times a night. And that is way more than she did with ex husband Scottie Pippen. Now when I I first read that, that's great. I was like, Wow, what a dig on Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? Like, that is, what a nasty, like, if you, listen, if my wife broke up with me, went with somebody famous, you know, and then said, oh yeah, I'm having way more sex with this guy than I ever did with Rob. That's a bummer. But it's not even someone's famous. It's someone's famous as kid. Like,
0: he's teammate less and than her ex. Yeah. It's a very, it, it's a, it's a tangled whole ex-teammate
2: abs
1: adds the whole, uh, Wouldn't that be a bummer, a, Aaron? Like, I, like, listen, yeah. my wife divorces me. Fine. Don't blame her. I honestly, (laughs) just looking in the Zoom camera right now, and I've got video like plusing on, like I it's cranked all the way up. Still, I get it. A lot of things just in this area of what you're seeing right here not working out. Okay, (laughs) great. You're you're growing
3: your hair out. You're growing your
1: hair out so you can get a sweet mullet for the handsy Rob. Yeah, it's not because I'm too lazy to go in and get my haircut, man. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking there. But so then she comes out and says, "Yeah, I'm having way more sex now," and I'd be like, "Well, that." That's just an insult to injury. Yeah, 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 it's
0: an insult to injury. Yeah, but
1: then you realize that she's saying she has sex five times a night. Well, that's, that's, I'm, you know what? I don't think I've ever said this in my life, and I don't think I'm ever going to say it again. (laughs) That's too much
2: sex. (laughs) (laughs) Sex (laughs) five times a night. Can't we just keep it on like a quarterly rotation?
3: (laughs) That pause for effect was. Phenomenal, Rob. That was was, uh, top 10.
1: This is a stolen joke, but NBA players are used to load management. So I would see. (laughs) Like you would just, it'd be like, it's just Gatorade. You just have a mini fridge next to your bed and it'd be full of Gatorade.
2: She says probably five times a night. In theory, that means there's nights with three and nights with like 9 7, nine. Seven. Oh, nine. wow it's nine. an average nice. like if there you know there's like if, if probably 5 is not like oh it was one night in in Cancun it, probably 5 means there's got to be nights where you're bordering on double digits right i, I
1: mean, physically yeah. don't think i'm not
2: sure how i could that do that like if i if i held
1: a knife to you right now and i said go have sex 3 times tonight could you do that yeah Oh, my God, Eric. That was quick. God, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three times. Sorry, my family's listening. But... <laughs> three times <laughs> in a night, you could just go do that. You're not going to get tired. Like, can I tell you what's happening to me now? I don't know if it's the jujitsu <laughs> or the powerlifting or the dehydration or the cut or whatever is going on. 90% of the time, massive hamstring cramp. Oh, Huge hamstring cramp <laughs> to the point where I have to go into the shower and put the warm water on my hamstring so it loosens up. Okay, that's well. Are, do you have bad. a hair gun or like? Are you, Can't you just be on the bottom?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you what think? Do do here? You think it's that simple? <laughs> I mean, you,
0: you think it's a that simple?
2: Solution. You went to college with Rob's wife. This is appropriate. <laughs> you you no, think? I'm trying to help. You think do it's that Dr. simple? Drew where I,
1: I just be like, oh, can I be on the bottom, Aaron? I got news for you. This is like a reverse WWE match. We're all trying to get on the bottom. Okay? And no, I don't have a Theragun. That would just get me all excited again. That would get me up to three times. I, that's too much. Man, you having sex three times in a night if you had to? I'd oh, t-
3: Maybe if I absolutely had to. Mm. Okay. You should get a Theragun, Rob. I've got one.
0: They're great.
1: Oh, no, I've got you one. Work on I've oh, got okay. one. But I don't... <laughs> can't be doing that <laughs> right after like my wife's trying to go to sleep and i'm like <laughs> oh, before do, 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 do. wait before. you gotta go oh, get before. in the shower anyway can't you just oh you know what you're right before man maybe i need to do some calisthenics or like some yeah some yeah. warm-ups ah uh, some warm-ups
3: maybe you know a little uh what are these to call that uh karaoke down the hall yeah on your hall and your- mm-hmm. and oh, come back yeah, in your oh yeah the
1: old karaoke yeah. You know? Why did
0: they call it that? That's such a bizarre thing. I have no thing.
1: idea. Can I tell you guys, I played in a staff student basketball game this week. My jujitsu has done something to my brain where I now realize I'm also very bad at basketball. You know what I mean? Like I used to think I was a super athlete and I'm good at all this stuff. I also now suck at basketball. And you used to do sports growing up. I airballed a free throw in front of the whole school. I would. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I airballed no a No shame. Throw. I would do that. How often you sh- how
3: often you shoot baskets though
1: rob never because i'm almost actually i'm a little bit too muscular to get like the <laughs> hands like this <laughs> yeah. i'm kind of yeah the gooseneck with no the, yeah but it was bad it was really bad so so uh russell what do you think is five times a night is that too much
2: i was just looking up they're not actually married matt i don't know where you got they're that not married you, you got to check your
3: uh your your well, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna fully admit that I do not keep up on the sex lives of Michael Jordan's kid and or the personal lives of them, so I have no idea. I just thought they could.
2: Jordan is a competitive guy. Does he see that article It'd be like, I gotta ramp it up. My son is better at me than so, at something or what? I haven't wanted to bring this up, but speaking he's gonna, of dad, going to bring stuff, the last dad's home, huh? Speaking of speaking
1: of sons, uh, father son stuff. Have you guys seen what the speaker of the house has with his son? Where they are honest with each other about if they whether or not they've watched pornography, they're each other's accountability buddies. Oh my god! He has come yeah. out and admitted this that he and his son will tell each other if they've watched pornography. Now, That's, this guy should we I all laugh. do that? Should we? How about this guys? Should Sounds we? Sounds like
3: they're engaged, Russell. They are engaged.
1: <laughs> according Wait, the to speaker New of the York Austin and his son, that would be a, no. That'd be some. Marcus news. Jordan and Larissa. Marcus Jordan gets married, and he oh, oh, "Ever since marriage, we only have sex once a night." It's like it's down 80%. It's terrible. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Should we draw straws? And whoever gets loses, and I'm serious about this, we have to have a parent be our porn accountability buddy. And we have to have that conversation with our parent. (laughs) Guys, that is a fun game to play. It is high stakes. I would love if that conversation were recorded with certain parents. I would love to hear those Outcomes. I'm just telling you right now, I get nervous now when my parents are calling me on the phone. Gets time. You know what I mean? Like, they call me on the phone now and I'm like, oh, this is bad. If that was the case, I'd be like, I'm not picking this up.
0: Is this the porn accountability phone call?
1: Yeah. Who's calling me at... 1.30 in the morning. I would draw straws if it was going to be Rob's mom. I would love it if
0: Rob's mom was his porn oh. accountability buddy. All right, no, I'm right? not doing that. <laughs> no. she's, was not she a doctor?
2: She'd get all, <laughs> like, technical with it. It'd right? Be, it'd be awkward. Now you have, you know, certain biological impulses.
0: No, but, it, but what if she called him Tell me she about was these like, pains, hey. yeah. Tell me about these pains at the base. What <laughs> yeah. is that
1: about, Rob? Because she also has to divulge that information she's been watching porn. <laughs> Technically, it's true. It could explode. <laughs> Okay, actually, this this bit is actually not funny. Okay, so let's.
5: It's
1: actually not good. You'd be like, well, at least you're not eating candy.
0: No. Like, you don't know. What would like Rob? If your mom was watching porn, what would it?
1: What would the oh, guys God. be doing in in Rob's mom porn? Having an organized desk. You know what I mean? Like their kid would have an organized backpack. <laughs> they would like not wear socks outside. That would probably be the number one thing. Mom, I'm going outside, I'm gonna put on shoes. All
3: their papers are properly <laughs> put yeah. into the folders mm-hmm. and then into the back. They
1: go into their car and it's clean. You know what I mean? It's not just junk everywhere. My mom's just jacking off to a clean car. <laughs> oh, oh,
4: <no>.
3: <laughs> Your sister's gonna love this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's cranking off because I did know that person I went to high school died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. no.
2: no. Um, the, the person that will not be named when I was asking him if he was talking about the podcast a lot, and he did say, I'm pretty sure at least three of the four of you would get fired at your job if anyone ever heard this. At the vacuum company?
1: No way.
3: And after oh, tonight, no Aaron, Aaron will makes it four out of four. Uh, yeah. so. Did it.
1: Yes. Nailed it. Oh, no. I hope I don't get fired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what will I do?
1: <laughs>
2: You'll be, you be your dad's accountability buddy, too. You'll have oh, free
1: time. Like me getting, it, me getting the same grades as my friend who got caught smoking in high school.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was like, why don't you get the same grades as this kid? <laughs> they got caught smoking. Never heard about him again. Ever. <laughs> my mom is. It's like a. It's like a repeat video of me <clears> just throwing away my Xbox. I hate video games. <laughs> I don't want to play video games. <laughs> I knew you could do it, Rob. Thank you. I feel like that was a good one. Okay. Not gonna think that when I'm editing it in the clear light of day. Okay. It's like opening up your phone. You didn't. Hmm, this is wrong. Should have <laughs> done this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Now, we are talking about... Where's my stuff? We are talking about uh, Life After Death. Okay. Notorious B.I.G. 1997. Okay. Now, I'm just going to tell you guys the list I have is a little depressing. Uh, Biggie's second album is supposed to be released on Halloween of 1996. Okay, if we all remember the big storm, was 96, not the right year, I think. But it was pushed after a car accident in 92, I think. I think we're in 91. But it was pushed back after a big car accident, which is why in a ton of photos around this time, you see Biggie with a cane. That's the car accident that he had the cane from. Uh, Basically, Puff Puff Daddy was like, I want to expand Biggie fan base to all these other people. So we're going to try different kinds of songs. We're going to have lots of uh, guest artists come in. And a lot of it was a diss track to other artists like Nas, West Coast. Uh, and of course, Tupac catches a couple strays in this whole thing. And then Biggie, I saw an interview with him because I, I go on TikTok now and I, I look up the artist. Right. And I got news for you next week. Not a lot of TikToks about love. But for Biggie. They don't even have I, a
3: website. They just have a Facebook page. Oh, love.
1: <laughs> what is that? Oh. <laughs> I looked and I was like, oh, they're big in Britain. What a big surprise. Every band where I don't know jack shit about them <laughs> is big in Britain. Anyway. The um uh uh I saw an interview with Biggie and and Russell. You had said that Biggie got bigger like toward the this he was in his big phase at this mm-hmm. one. Okay, it was he was large and in charge in this interview, and he said basically, uh, "Ready to die" was about how his life was so bad. He just said, "I'm already dead." Life after death is now that he got famous, coming out of that life, kind of what it's going to be like, and all that stuff. But we're still looking at this kind of mafioso rap, you know, talking a lot about like actual real time gangster stuff and killing people and stuff like that. Uh however, of course, the tragic story with this album. 16 days before the release of this album, Biggie is shot and killed in a drive-by in LA. And that brings me to tonight's list. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, a list. Wow. Right off the bat. Okay. A wow. list before For the album other other mm-hmm. better. Better. Countdown. Countdown. Oh. Okay, yeah. and this list is the happiest birthday songs. Oh, no, wait, I misread that. This list is people who had their songs released posthumously. So they had died before these songs came out. Now, of course, we've got some honorable mentions. Okay, we've already talked about Otis Redding sitting on the Dock of the Bay, that album. Mm -hmm. Bob Marley had an album come out, Confrontation, which is where the song Buffalo Soldier was on. It was actually found like in the vault after he passed away. And a lot of people don't know this, but Big Bopper wrote a song called, I'm going to buy a parachute in Moorhead right when I land. Okay. He had just recorded that.
3: Very poignant.
1: Yeah. yeah. Not as popular. Even. Not as popular, but you could see where that was. You could see where somebody would be proud of that joke. So they kind of want to wallow in it for a little bit. They just want to savor that joke.
2: Roll around like a little peaky.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The first one. Uh, Graham Parsons Now we know Graham Parsons best From uh, Pretty much getting high and drunk In fact so much so that the Rolling Stones kicked him out of their house In France where they were recording In the Flying Burrito Brothers Their album uh, he, I don't know exactly but he did this song He did the original version He's low on the list because I don't like this version of it But this he the wrote original Love Hurts He wrote Love Hurts
0: Wow he dies Famous for its placement in a King of the Hill episode, but not this
1: version. He dies from tequila and morphine overdose before this album comes out. His roadie immediately steals his body, brings so him to Joshua Tree, douses him with gasoline, and burns him because that oh. was his last wishes. Okay. Oh. Now, now again, guys, my last wish. You need to set up recurring payment the pod beam okay so this podcast will live forever
5: <laughs>
1: i have put that too much work that podcast would us. be
2: would be down before aaron could even get you uh, oh, yeah. on the wrong flight to <laughs> vegas to get you to joshua tree aaron's taking the belt off my neck in the hotel
1: room being like how do i get gasoline i don't even know if it's getting know, it all confused yeah. uh next There's a lot of electric cars now already do i don't know where to find gas next up Okay, of course, we've talked about on the podcast before. Janis Joplin, the album Pearl, with me and Bobby McGee, written by Chris Christopherson. This song was released after she died? Posthumous release. You never would hear her play this live. I didn't know that. I mean, just so incredibly sad. Now, of course, Ross has brought her up on a number of times with the uh, places he goes to, like, to have a drink and eat, where they have pictures of dead people on the wall. So this list is actually... It would be the 27 Club in Fort Lauderdale. I bet it would be less depressing to go to, like, the 108 Club. You know what I mean? It's just like a bunch of old Japanese people. <laughs> You're like, well, they 108, I mean. Some people from Sarginia. Mm-hmm. A couple people yeah. from Costa Rica. The Blue yeah. Zones. Yeah. Guy only smokes cigarettes in Vegas. I think he lived that long, too. Uh, <laughs> Nirvana. MTV Unplugged with this David Bowie cover of A Man Who Stole the World. This was released almost a year after Kirk Cobain's suicide. I had forgotten that they were sitting on this and releasing it. That must have been a huge deal when we were growing up. That must have been a giant news story. The right? MTV Unplugged, the whole album came out after he died? Yeah, way after. And there was all that video of them then, too. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fire. Yeah. Next up. The album "The Cry of Love," Jimi Hendrix, and the song "Angel." Ah, uh, this is it's a posthumous amazing fun. song. Yes. Now I have to say, one of the things that has struck me in this podcast is I think Aaron said, "Can you imagine if Jimi Hendrix survived and got to hang out with Miles Davis because they had been planning on working together, right?" We're out
0: together, yeah, with Paul McCartney on bass, maybe.
1: Russell, do you really think it's worth it to have them on your wall of your valuable 27 Club?
2: You know, I was thinking about I was talking about this with the, uh, the record listener in my house the other night. We were sitting there, I think I sent you guys a picture. I listened to some records, was having a drink, and I, I put on the Whitney Houston, a is is self titled album, the first one, Aaron, I believe. Yeah, is the one titled Whitney Houston. Yeah. So oh, saving all it on the left. Yeah, it was so good, so good to listen to. I really enjoyed it. There were no scratches on it. I'll take the $5. Whitney Houston album over the $20 miseducation of Lauren Hill that was all scratched up and the other one I had that got all scratched the Madonna. But my the the record listener in my house asked, what would have happened to Whitney Houston if she had lived longer? Like, would she be making records right now? Or would or was her time past? Or like how often do you see like stars who are huge stars like in their 20s and still Like making hit songs in their 50s, 60s.
0: Right. It's only Aretha, right? Where they always go through some lost decades, like Johnny Cash. Yeah, Cher had a new Christmas song this year, right? No, but uh, I can see, I mean,
1: Cher, Life After Love, that was like.
0: Christmas song, I want to be dancing all night long.
1: I could have seen her hopping on that Cher bandwagon where you're getting more into like electronic type stuff. Like it's a. Whitney I, Houston? I, yeah, I mean, you you know, if they had good songs, they'd bring it to Whitney, right? She Otherwise, you Vegas go to the Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, hard to sure. say
0: with her too, because she she was so unhealthy to the point where it was already affecting her voice in a way that like Mariah hasn't had mm-hmm. to deal with. Like Mariah's dealt dealt with it with age, but not like it was happening to Whitney early because she wasn't healthy. So I'm, but yeah, she would have she would have had a like a Celine type career, right? She'd be doing, or she would like. She'd come out and do like a Grammy. There'd be like a Grammy tribute, and a Dale would be on, you know, that sort of
1: thing. Totally, totally. Next up, okay, guys, uh, one of our favorites. This is three years after he passed. At the terror, America in Four American and in American sum. Four. This so, is so you good. partake of yeah. that last offered cup? And we've said it before: if you don't own these four CDs, the ground, you need to go and get it, technically five. Five. They, are so they are so good. They are so good. So good that I've, I feel like I've given away almost all of my CDs, but not these. Yep. Can't. You know you can stream them, but you know you
2: won't. But you know if they're on a CD, you're going to listen to them sometime. Mine got thrown away in a dumpster because oh. I wasn't allowed to bring a bunch of stuff. Oh. <laughs> in a dumpster. <laughs> Russell, you know what I have to say to that. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, next up, six months to him passing. This is the man who Elvis said had the world's most beautiful voice. Okay, oh, right. Roy Orbison. Can you imagine if Elvis says you have the perfect voice? God, that would be a good feeling, right?
5: You've got. It. He
1: does have a great voice. Now, Roy Orbison holds the record for me as a celebrity where... I both want to know what his penis looked like, and also feel like I have a pretty good idea what his penis looked like. I think his penis. You have a a book where you can. That's
0: the record. record. That's like the on the on the graph. He's in the upper quadrant.
1: I tell you to think about Roy Orbison's penis. You you could do it right now. It looks like his head. You know what I mean? It's like, great. We're all thinking of the same <laughs> penis.
2: Hot, hot take. If you put a picture of 10 random people in front of me and one of mm-hmm. them is Roy Orbison, I probably can't tell you what, who, which one is Roy Orbison. I don't think I have any idea what he looks like. No idea. Kind of looks like
1: Elvis. In my head, he looks like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah? And I just, let me show you this then. Okay. You tell me who you think Roy Orbison is in this random picture. Oh, no. Okay. You'll, you'll oh, get it down to two. You'll get it down to two for sure. Okay. Here's a random picture of guys. Okay. I'll be honest. I don't know if I can one,
0: for two, three, oh, no, four, five.
2: Oh, it's gotta be the, it's got the guy in the, he's got the, they all got funny glasses on this guy with the white shirt and the, the black letter jacket. I would
1: guess you are correct. That is Roy Orbison. And it is a tough one because they are all wearing sunglasses. Okay. Unlike this one where it's just Jeff Lynn and Roy wearing them in, of course, Jefferson traveling willowberries
2: there's something kind of uncool about rockers that are wearing like jeans and sport coats. It feels like not a look. You see a lot anymore. Wow. (laughs) I think when Marty McFly played guitar,
1: he would have something different to say about that. Okay. Cause you might not like it, but your kids are going to love it. And your mom. Finally. Only if it's her kid guys, this one is so such a big posthumous one. (laughs) This is such a big posthumous track. That it didn't come out until 40 years after this guy's death. Okay? See if you can spot years. this one. Oh, that's right. We're talking Beethoven. Oh. Gary Lease. Somebody found this written down and then played it and was like, damn, this is good. Okay, we should we should make every kid who learns the piano play this song. Meanwhile, Dr. Chopsticks was like, shit. And I had to
0: that eat market corner. i my fries myself and not give any to my dumb brother. Do you guys remember the McDonald's commercial? Oh.
2: Last time, sir.
3: I was I was, was I was waiting. I got four. Well, three minutes now. I was going to say, Rob, you uh, said you wanted to keep this episode at ninety no? minutes, and now we're at one. Uh, we're at uh, eighty-seven minutes, according 87 to
0: Mike. 87 minutes. We haven't just, even listened. Got just to the only a album. A couple yet. tracks.
1: Well, this is not yeah. a ton of songs, right? Yeah. So now, from the last album, we go right into. Why is it showing me the volume anyway? We go right into life after death, basically. Combining Suicidal Thoughts, the last track of the last album, to talking about Diddy mourning his friend Biggie. Now, what's crazy is that you would think, oh, this album, there's so much talk of death and, and, and Biggie's death. They must have like added stuff to it after he had- no, no, no. It was all pressed, it was ready to go with two weeks. He passed away two weeks before this album came out. Someone, Somebody's got to die. The they said he wrote this after he watched the movie Usual Suspects. Which is why he has a rhyme for verbal. Who the
4: hell is this? I he's already quoting himself here. It's like, it's
1: like, he, you know, he knows he's the best. Can I ask you something? This album, when I... Everybody on TikTok was arguing, is this a better album or is... All Eyes on Me by Tupac, a better album. Why 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 do it, why does everybody compare those two albums?
0: Well, because Biggie and Tupac are, well, All Eyes on Me, also a double album, would have come out around the same year as this. And it's just you can't talk about Biggie without talking about Tupac. And they were certainly in conversation by this point of their lives because they were so close to the end of their lives and had been through, what, Who Shot Ya and Hit Him Up and all of it. So I think it's just that those two are so closely intertwined. But I... I would say stylistically, they're probably similar records, like a bunch of big-name producers, overstuffed albums where they're, you know, you consider kind of their magnum opus, so that's probably why people think of them in the same breath.
1: Okay, no, Russell, not that kind of magnum. (sighs) You know what? I'm going to stand by that. I actually like that joke. I was going (laughs) to say disappointed, but I like it. Hypnotize is... First uh, number one, his first single on the album, built around a Herb Alpert song, "Rise." It remained at number one for three weeks until it was kicked down by guess what song? "Um, by
4: Hanson. Yeah, wow, the yeah, that
1: that enraging, That's the world we're living in. That's a bit. That's
2: the world we're living in. In '97, where a biggie that just died is bumped on the chart by Hanson. My sister and like all other teenage girls from that era should have to stand up and accept like we we did we did society mm-hmm. rock, right? Yep.
1: They have to go to three monster truck rallies as tenants.
2: I, I know this, this was, he, was... Oh, go ahead, Aaron.
0: He just turns phrases so easy, like, close like Starsky and Hutch, stick and clutch. Like, he just throws stuff off yeah, for this entire album
4: that
1: will, every, all of it will turn your head. There's some cool TikToks where they'll, they'll highlight the type of rhyme in a verse, and there's right. just colors they match it up with colors and there's just random colors. And you realize how much like internal rhyming he was doing. The right. cadence was, I mean, you notice in my parody song, I didn't even try to match it. Cause you can't, you just gotta do a pastiche almost like it's, it's, it's so impossible. This is the second number one. This is the second song ever to debut at number two on the Billboard hot 100. Do you know what the only other song to do that was? Crossroads by bone thugs and harmony. Oh, and that's definitely the last we're, we're time we're going to hear from. The, oh, Oh, well, okay. Thanks, Aaron. No, you know what? You got to sit <laughs> there.
2: I got excited. You got to sit. A biggie, biggie. It's kind of a weird, so explain to me why this is, so I saw that too, Rob, and I started looking at it, and it's like, it's just because, it, but there's dozens of other songs that hit number one right away. Is it just because this was released as a single, that it gets treated differently, at, like for that type of thing, or what? No, it just, it debuted at number two.
1: Oh. There aren't, there's no other songs that's done that before, except for Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. Because I think debut at number two is strange because you have to be, like, famous, but then, like, not that famous. You know what I mean? They like, can't be, like, Beatles famous where it's just, like, replacing themselves at number one.
2: Is, is this the one that uh samples Herb Albert? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Rise. does it really? Yeah, Rise. Y- yeah, Rise.
1: Here, listen. listen. I, to- I
2: was reading that, like, there was a really big deal. It was hard to get Herb Albert's music cleared at the time. And I think... Puff Daddy, like, met him and was talking to him, and he was like, I was a huge, like, this is all we heard was your albums in New York when oh, I was okay, a kid. Right. And it's the bass line. I, th- I think Hypnotize might be a top five song we've listened to, like, on the whole quest. And maybe, maybe for me, it's got the, the pop hook, like, with the biggie. It's got the hook in it and everything, but I think it might be a top five to 10 song we've listened to. But, you know, when the first note hits, you're stoked. You're yes. just like, I know
1: what this is. You're going to enjoy every second of it. Yeah. Plus, he tells you how different girls from different cities dress, and that's helpful. Yeah, you, you just know what like, I mean? Yeah. Right. Every cutie with a booty get a coochie. Yeah. If you live in a Watan, then they shop at Fleet Farm. You know, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's <laughs> easy to do. Uh, kick in the door. <laughs> Puff actually hated this backing track And Biggie had to record it in secret What?
0: Yeah That's crazy Like
1: Because I feel like
0: I feel like Premiere brings out the best in Diggy. Like I, it, it, This is a top five I, DJ MC combination to me
1: Can I just tell you I, The more I listen to this album The more I realize that Puff daddy Brings out the worst in almost everything Like anything he where he has a heavy hand in it I remember I asked you guys like Oh is he going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame And you guys all laughed at me And I realized after this album why because he's just too, he's like too weird, corny pop. Uh, that was a diss track on R. Kelly, by the way, or on uh, I'm sorry, Nas. Okay, now we have Fuck You Tonight featuring the guy who Aaron's wearing the shirt of, R. Kelly.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, we also like Ignition,
2: we listen to it smiling in our cars. We know it's true. This one kind of fell out of place a little bit. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, yeah. Nope. It's just Yeah
2: And I, this is one of the ones That I remember More than Really Me you do yeah, Yes is, I remember People you know, playing a lot of it Yeah
3: But is it just Because it's so dirty Yeah
4: do oh. Yeah If you listen
3: to every word That he says In this, <laughs> this song I mean as a high schooler You're like
1: Okay yeah For sure this I gotta like admit th- This album made me think I was gonna get my nuts Licked a lot more Than I have in my life <laughs> <laughs> He's always talking about Getting his nuts licked I'm like well
0: This was an album That yeah Every, every kid whose parents Bought him a system in his you know car uh Mm -hmm. bought this cd and then they would play i'm fucking you tonight
1: to like be funny or whatever and that's the one i heard a lot of yeah you funny like a joke like you look at them to see if they're gonna laugh or you know maybe if they don't laugh they take it seriously you're like well that's fine too
2: when it comes to systems I ever tell you guys like the most uncool moment i ever had when i was in high school that's what no, I'm here for, Russell, it. Oh So I had, I had a By I had had time a machine.
1: I would go back to the five seconds ago so I can hear the story again.
2: So I would have had to be at least a <laughs> junior, maybe a senior, because I was, it was uh, old enough where I could drive. So I'm 16 or whatever. I've got a car. Okay. And Aaron, someone relax. like one of my friends was like looking at my car. We're dri- driving somewhere. He goes, This is a nice, this is like a cool car. And he's like, Are you going to get any bumps in it? And, like, I didn't know what he meant. Like, he was talking about, like, are you going to get, like, a system, like, some big speakers or something in this, you know? Like, and you thought he is, was talking, like, black-eyed peas? I don't I don't even know what I th- I, th- I think I was, I was like, wait, you, like, am I worried I'm going to, like, crash? Like, I didn't get it. And oh. I remember thinking, af- like, afterwards, I'm like, this is about as uncool of a moment as I could ever have. <laughs> I would have thought lady he lumps. was talking about lovely lady lumps. Yes. I've been like, yeah, I'm going to try to get as many bumps in here as I possibly can. You know what I mean? And then I'm going to go have a... What's it called, Rob, when you talk to your parents about what you're looking at? Uh, accountability.
1: It's, account, it's a porn accountability, accountability partner. <laughs> right? partner. Yeah.
2: I mean, can you imagine,
1: like, what's that conversation? Like, Dad, I watch porn. Because then the next question, the thing would be like, well... All right. I
2: think the first question's got to be, are you What'd paying you? for it? Because at least you got to you gotta convince your kid don't pay for it, right? Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> if you... If you... <laughs>
1: I would say if you have followed somebody on Twitter and it turns out they're actually a good person and they are working as an independent contractor, okay, it's almost more ethical to pay for it, Russell, right? So, so <laughs> this is Last Day featuring The Locks. Now, The Locks is a group of Jadakiss, Sheik Louch, and Styles P. Uh, I played the Jadakiss verse here, because you can't possibly go wrong playing the Jadakiss yeah, verse. Yeah,
2: nothing wrong with
1: Jadakiss, right? God damn it. J to no, the moi. No, we were editing that out, okay, so guys. It's that simple. I just redid it. I'm a genius. this. Uh, next up is Just Like Me When I'm Picking Out Ice Cream. I Love That Dough featuring Jay-Z.
4: Now, the description
1: of this song is that they refute the popular their misconception that money can't buy happiness and they talk about all the cool stuff they've got with money. What a great idea for a song. Line by line, the two explain the many ways in which their glamorous lifestyles are superior to those with lesser, lesser fortunes. This is a song like this This style
0: launched and like just entire careers were built off of, you know, rebelling against this sound and this concept. Like who? Who's, who's, who's give me two. Uh, like most def uh um, would be one like it, all of backpack rap you know like half of rhyme Slayer's, you know atmosphere um but like most F and tell some that i come up can think of like i don't know maybe little brothers like people were like fuck this materialistic shit and like it sucks for sure um but well but it's unfortunate that like i do love that door either it's either that on this album or like exquisitely wrapped violent <laughs> threats against people. Like, it's a hard album to listen to, as much as I love Biggie. It's
1: true. Notorious BI. Oh, what's beef? Okay. Don't
4: feel sorrow. Actually, Where he is saying that, hey, beef
1: is not words. Beef is me what's doing what's stuff.
4: This beef?
2: Beef is right. Let's get the you strings. strings. This was kind of a little haunting. Yeah. yeah. Like I garbage. would say this, guys.
1: What's your favorite cut of beef? If you got one cut of beef, you can have right now or for the rest of your life. What are you taking? What cut of beef are we doing? Uh, if it's for the rest of my life, I'm going to do a skirt steak. Really? Why are you picking a skirt steak? I don't, I never think of that as the only oh, steak. Oh, I love skirts. Oh, I, I, is it corny if I just say like a big T-bone because I don't know any other kind of cut of meat? No, enjoy yourself. Yeah,
0: I have no idea I'm what, a a, what oh, the best oh, one that's, is. Um,
1: everybody's a good choice. Is meatballs part of a cow? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which part is the burger? (laughs) Where's the, uh, anyway. Uh, Worst cut of the beef? Okay. Oh, by the way, Jenny going to uh, uh, the Philippines, she's looking up food. She's like, I I hope. So the person she's going with said, I want to eat all the street food. And Jenny turned to me and goes, well, she goes to eat street food. I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy Greek yogurt. I was like, this person is Good going luck. to hate traveling with you, first of all. <laughs> can you imagine? You're like, thinking about eating scorpions and stuff. And she's like getting her Greek yogurt. For- I, I need to go to a grocery store. I can tell you going on vacation uh, with my roommate is a lot like <laughs> looking for grocery stores in foreign countries and looking to see what kind of yogurt it is. And then looking at labels. Because when you're like in Greece buying Greek yogurt, calories is not spelled calories. It's not even the same <laughs> alphabet. It's all Greek to me over there. You know what I mean? Um, one, of the, one of the foods she did find, though, is where they have that bird that's not fully cooked. It's in the egg. It's like the baby oh, bird. Oh, found one? No, that, that's one of the popular street foods. She's like, She's like I'll just be having yogurt. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> she goes, cause, and the reason was because every once in a while, the birds will be big enough to have a beak. She doesn't want to accidentally eat a beak.
2: No,
0: it'll
1: go down fine. Oh. Yeah, right? You're gonna eat the rest of the bird. What's the difference, I, guys? I gotta say, if I'm munching on a beak, something's gone wrong in my life. I don't need it. Uh, big, it's like a shrimp cream. tail.
4: Say oh. that the hell
1: no. that we don't pain. eat shrimp tails, Russell. Don't act like that's normal. Uh, this is a schoolie D classic. He flipped around apparently. Mo' money, more problems. This is such big Puff Daddy influence. Is it one of the top RB songs of all time, Aaron? Like when you think of RB. Or 90s R&B, let's say. Is this like... I, I don't... I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't
0: I don't think of anything with a rap verse on it as R&B. No. I would think of something with one
2: verse on it as R&B, ah. but I wouldn't call this R&B. But it okay. is a top pop rap song, in my mind. This is like more crossover, like mainstream, mainstream hip-hop, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Now, if you want to see why
1: guys our age who lived in the 90s are so corny, watch this video.
2: This is what we were exposed to as what we thought was cool all the time.
1: Have you seen this video, Russell, recently?
2: No, it's almost 2 o'clock my time, Rob.
1: All right, so let's just watch the video real quick, okay? And you know that I can speed up the uh, playtime, so that's not a big deal. More money, more problems. Now, this is what we were exposed to as being cool, okay? And this is part of the problem. This is why we all suck. Yeah, the shiny suit era. This is big-time shiny suits. This is Tunnel of Lights. Okay, guys, my internet's fine. Don't make fun of my internet, please. All right. Matchings. I mean, look at this, guys. He literally looks like he just got done running a marathon. Embarrassing. Uh, Next up, N-Words Bleed.
4: Today's agenda. Got the suitcase up in the Go
1: I'm going to tell you guys right now Walking around New York today Listening to the song no Skating at Central ranges, Park Listening to this album no It was awesome Truly, really truly really awesome part. It's a perfect skating in Central Park Great headphone album Sounds great not, Really, really good
4: shots, we know how you do. Uh,
1: Next up, I got a story to tell Now this is a
4: story About Biggie Having sex with
1: a Nick's girlfriend the Nick comes home Biggie then has the great idea To act like a robber And then take his money So not only Do you wonder why your girl Is so sleepy and thirsty When you get home A guy took your money When you walked in your door humiliated. And it turns out later uh, John Stark said Oh yeah it's a true story And Big Pun came out and said It was uh,
2: Anthony Mason I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Mason Right Yeah it was a pretty tough dude. He would not right, the I guy have be the best right? Uh-huh. No. no, that's not Grandmama, is it? No, that's no. Larry Johnson. Okay. Anthony Mason was like on the Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewing teams, kind of like right. point forward type guy, but a big bruising dude. It doesn't strike yeah, me as the guy I would mess with. Scrapes.
1: yeah. Now, what's, what's more depressing, Biggie having sex with your wife, your girlfriend, or your girlfriend being attracted to Biggie? You know what I mean? Like that's it, that's her type. And then you come home and you're kinda like.
2: I was gonna say it would be it, it would probably be weird because he's like six eight. Like Biggie's Biggie's <laughs> yeah. not that big compared to Anthony Mason, right? Yeah, right. You just walk in and you're like,
1: Hey, I'm home. We I thought I would read my Hulk Hogan make oh, <laughs> oh shit.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> Why and then he she, takes my buddy, too?
1: Yeah, why does he get to be on the bottom? You said that causes your hamstrings to <laughs> oh, cramp up. this bump. episode? <laughs> that was this episode. Listen, you guys here, I'm in for the whole thing here. Uh, Let's start the second album. Okay, let's just take, should we take a break? Should we take a little intermission? Okay,
2: no. Okay,
0: everybody go out for a kitchen and get your snacks. Just a real quick snack.
2: I've been mad so. Do you remember when your wife asked if there was a hard (laughs) stop to this (laughs) podcast ending? I'm nearing it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Notorious Thugs. I take responsibility
1: with Bone Thugs.
0: Get hot, get
1: hot. This is the second most popular
2: one I listen to more than anything. Yeah, this was on all the time. All the dangerous,
4: <laughs>
2: This was the one no that I, I'd forgotten about this when, when I heard it. This was like uh, immediately it's got to go on the playlist. It's such yeah. a jam. Yeah. It's so fun too.
4: Like
2: not a when, combo you would have ever picked out. Through my TikTok
1: research, this was the song that where people said Biggie, this is Biggie's best verse on the whole album is Notorious mm-hmm. Thugs. Really? I don't know if I'd agree with that, but I do love it. Well, then, Aaron, maybe you should get on our social media and actually try to get us some listeners and some voicemails. <laughs> it would really help me out. Miss you. Now, you might think, oh, is he talking about um, Mississippi University? No. He claims it's about a friend of his in Brooklyn. Everybody thought it was about Tupac. Was Tupac? Uh, yeah, because I can't remember. Tupac died first, right? Tupac died in 96. Yeah, he had died earlier. Another with Lil' Kim. Now, this is about cheating on each other. This
2: now, is a pretty ugly song, I feel. Feels like feels like a Ghostbusters song. Mm-hmm. And that too. It yeah. feels like the synth on it or whatever. I just right. this was not mine.
1: It's just too cynical, the whole thing. If you wanted to hear about Egon hitting another girl from the back, that would be like a lot like the Ghostbusters. Mm. The back, man, oh, man, there you go. Or Slimer. I, I love Lil'—oh. Now listen, you come home. Yeah. All you you have been working hard at the vacuum factory, Russell. I've been podcasting all night the night before, too. And you are so tired. Okay. You yeah. only did one episode yet. You were up so late and nobody knows why. We're all looking for the guy whose problem it is. <laughs> and you come in and your wife is on top of Slimer. That would be a bummer. You know what I mean? Because you know he's just got done eating a bunch of hot dogs. And you know he can fly around really fast, and yet he still gets to be on the bottom. And you know what Slimer would turn to you and say? This is our fifth time tonight. (laughs) We probably do it five times a night. What was Slimer when he was alive? It makes no sense. Every other ghost in that movie looks like a person. I don't get what Slimer is. Help me figure it out. What was it? Yeah, it's, it's really accurate so strange to me and everybody's just like oh yeah that's slimer it makes no we sense also
2: had the grossest flavor of juice box ecto cooler oh, disgusting. disgusting you're actually wrong yeah, yeah. okay what i drank enough? a lot of
1: those they made me big and strong <laughs> no. okay now did i did i have, to have my gallbladder removed when i was older yeah does that have anything to do with it probably not
2: <laughs> what if we combine okay soda with urine what would it taste like let's call it let's call it ecto cooler <laughs>
1: Plus, it was like part of a ghost. It was like, oh, ectoplasm, one of the grossest things in Ghostbusters. We should make a drink out of that. Do they still sell that? Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Russell, if you think anybody on this podcast lets their kid drink high C. Matt, what's do you have any juice or high C in your fridge right now? Uh No, no. I can tell you, Russell, if you're buying stock. Remember when we used to just get, in my house, we used to just get gallons of red. Like it could just be a gallon, and it would be like red. And we'd just be like, yeah, that's what we drink. It's red. It's a gallon. We love it. <laughs> like, I, if Mike, if I saw my kids drinking that, they would be punished immediately. It's oh. crazy. Uh, and I would drink the rest of it. Uh, next up, going back to Cali. Cali. Now, this sample zaps more bounce to the ounce. And Zap was the guy that was on California Love, right? And he was also on this, and you can kind of hear him on there. It's kind of fun.
4: Yeah. 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 So
1: here he's talking about going back to Cali and how it's. And he loves California. He loves it. He Again, it's a very West Coast sound. So such foreshadowing. It's crazy. That's ten crack commandments now, Russell. I'm going to do your favor. I printed out the ten crack commandments. I was going to read them to you. I'm not going to do it. Okay.
4: But don't extend.
1: Don't loan money to Jeb. That was one of them. That's the one I didn't get.
4: That surprised
3: me. This is about the most quoted kind of like gangster rap thing from mm-hmm. like 1990, you know, after uh, Snoop and Easy and some of those. Like this song, I think there's everybody knows at least three or four of the commandments if you yeah. listen to a lot of hardcore rap. Well,
1: and it's like your favorite rapper's favorite verse kind but, of thing. Yeah. But think about that. You know the beginning of hypnotize in a millisecond. How many times have you said radio. mo' money, mo' problems in your life? I mean, I think I've heard my parents say that. Like, everybody knows mo' money, mo' problems. Like, it's crazy that that right. just is a saying that everybody says. Ugh. It's like my dad. He's like, oh, I'm sick of all these pet sounds. <laughs> We're always saying that around the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, this guy hates the beach <sighs> in Spain. He's a playa hater. Oh, wait, no, that's a Hater. <laughs> that now, this song, guys, I loved. I thought it was so funny where he's like doing the bismarck pruning and it's all about him robbing somebody. It's I mean, pretty weird. I don't know if they had made a single
0: LP, if this would have made the cut, but... What? It's, it's nice to have it now that he's gone. It's good to have this, this singing voice
1: recorded. We've been talking for two hours. You've been robbed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe when so his first album was "Ready to Die," and I think Mm -hmm. that made it like top fifteen, top twenty, if I remember. Yeah, it's way up there. Yeah, it's way up there. It's pretty high. And I don't even know if I own the book, booze, and vinyl. Then, so I'm going to share a cocktail I'm having tonight with you guys. Was actually for. Ready to die, but they didn't have life after death. You mean, in the this book. morning you're going to share a cocktail this no, morning with us. It's a mimosa. <laughs> this is technically the sign you. I've probably got a problem, Matt. But <laughs> so for Ready to Die, when do you think they they they're going to recommend you spin this? When do you want to listen to this album? But ready to die. Twenty. Or ready to die. In the of this one. Oh, what no. would I want to do? Ready to die. Five twenty-six in
3: the
1: morning. Yeah, probably. Calling right. me at 546 in the 46. In the 46, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 46. Well, but you got to set it earlier than hit the snooze a couple times. You know. <laughs>
2: they, they say you want to play this when you just got a promotion and you're having a party to, to celebrate your new promotion. I can see that. Okay, as long as you don't play the last track. Oh Aaron HR coming in. Yeah. <laughs> So, on side B, or on side A, actually, I already missed side A, but they're recommending a big juicy. Have you guys ever had a big juicy? Had a juicy Lucy, but not a big juicy.
1: I had, who was that? My junior year of college. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It was big juicy. This simple yet sophisticated sipper with outsized flavor matches the easygoing vibes on Ready to Die. It is juicy, it is all good. If you didn't know, now you know. So it features two ounces of light rum, half an ounce of amaretto, half an ounce of lemon juice. this is all over the place. And a lime peel for garnish. Yes. right. It's pretty good. I did not have amaretto. Oh,
1: no, Russell. But no, I still out. Is your relationship okay? This is the first time you haven't had a drink in a long time, and I'm actually worried.
2: But I had a pretty good substitution. I have, is it Orgeat syrup? O-R-G-A-T. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's commonly used in uh, Mai Tais, I believe. It's made of almonds, wow. and that's kind of the flavor of amaretto. So, that's nice. Uh, I was looking for a substitute. It had a bunch, but then I, I reversed the look. I said, what is a Orgeat syrup substitute? And, and they all said amaretto. So that filled in perfectly, nice. gave it that Brilliant. same flavor. It's a delicious like a,
0: cocktail. You could wow. use a Jamaican rum as a nod to Biggie's Jamaican heritage. And uh, he has a line about Jamaican
2: rum on this album. And then it would be a little island-influenced kind of Biggie nod. Well, I guess I'll be up till 3 in the morning then, and <laughs> I'll have to call <laughs> someone about my other issues. But actually, that drink sounds good. It was a wild <laughs> flavors all over the place.
1: Uh, Nasty Boy. Nasty <laughs> Boy. Very good at Dirty Sex Raps. Very talented at it.
2: Sky's the Limit.
4: Have kind of a three part review of his life. The pinstripes and the
2: gray. The one I wore on story. I was reading there. He went to this. Uh, Rob, your daughters go to different. You guys have to apply to high schools out there, right? You, you go to yeah, certain types like high that. schools, right? In New York. I was reading. He went to high, the same high school as three other famous rappers Jay Z. MJ Obi One. Buster Rhymes. Oh! And DMX. Whoa! I didn't realize DMX was from there, too. That's a pretty epic lineup, right? Quite a lineup, yeah. I tried really hard to find a fifth one so we could do a list. Couldn't find a fifth. Can you imagine going going to that school's talent show? Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? You get up there and you're like...
2: You're like playing your grandma's accordion and then... For this talent, Russell's going to play...
1: Be your lease. Then all of a sudden, where's we're, the hood at? Comes in right over your head. And you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, next up The World is Filled. Puff Daddy is so corny. He is so corny. He is so corny. Aaron, should this be a double album as we go with My no. Don't Fall? Well, I mean, no, except now that Biggie's gone, it has to exist, but this second part of it everybody was telling on tiktok everybody's like this is one of the greatest double albums i'm like it would be a great single the first half is so so good long kiss good night
0: well it is a great double album because it's got all of the last 20 tracks biggie ever did every you you could pour over every line trying to find something
1: new yeah but does that make it a great that it's
0: long enough like that's no, if he were no, if he were still here, this might not be where it is, or I might not have. The you would look at it about it. No,
1: you would look at it differently though. If they were like, yeah, he had vaulted those, and we're going to release it as the se- as an album, you'd yeah. be like, well, yeah, of course that's not as good. You're nobody till somebody kills you. I gotta say, I really like this song, and to hear him sing it, it's just like haunting. I mean, obviously, to end the album like this and, and for him to get shot 12 days before it comes out, it's crazy. Uh,
4: uh,
1: all right. Let's get into the second list that I made. Or we can go into the rating system.
2: No, we weren't going to be comparing anything to this anymore. Mm. Did you delete my whole rolling going? In our
0: first 178 episodes.
1: Rating system. Oh, yeah. I thought to myself, oh, are we starting out? Are we already going to the smelling cushions bit? Like, is this that episode? And then we went way past it, guys. I think this is a... We're in the stratosphere on this one, for sure. Uh, listen, Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Boned, or Rolling Grown. This album, it's a classic. It's one of the greatest rap albums of all time. Aaron, is that crazy to say? Top 20 rap album? Uh, not crazy, no. No, It's and it's at 179 on the list. Are you kidding me? Shouldn't this be higher up on the list? If you think so, that would be a Rolling Boned. It should have been higher up on the list. If you think this album, okay, should have been lower, which of course would be a higher number. Okay. So you can kind of think of it as like a teeter-totter. You put a higher number of weights on there, it's going to go lower. Guys, it's science. Okay. Don't make me explain it to you. That would be a rolling groan if it should have been later in the list. Okay. Or is this a rolling well-toned? It is perfect on this list. Okay. It is just like pickle juice. And that makes me think, do you think pickle juice helps Biggie not pull his hamstring? Maybe oh, that was the key. it yeah, worked for mm. Roger Clemens. Don't have time to get into why you said that. <laughs> Wish I did. Okay, but the other two guys with us, Aaron, are staring off into space. We got to go. We got to help. We got to help them survive. All right. Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, Rolling Grown. The guys on the two coves are living it up. Guys in the Midwest. It's, must be a weather thing. Russell, what do you think? Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown? Biggie Smalls. notorious B.I.G., Uh, Life After Death.
2: Guys, I arrived at this establishment, this podcast tonight, genuinely eager to sample another album with absolutely no desire to place one above another. Each song on this was a treat, Mm -hmm. and it was uniquely delicious. Life becomes much happier when you choose to enjoy rather than to compare. So for me, I'm going to say I really enjoyed Hypnotize and Notorious Things. Those are two of my probably top 50 songs we've listened to over the last 150 albums. I will not be ranking this album. I'm just enjoying the things I enjoyed. Uh, Matt,
1: Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown, Notorious B.I.G.
2: I mean,
3: there there's so many great songs, and there's some just, it's like most double albums. There's some just absolutely corny songs. I'm trying to line them up, and I can't quite say that it's just the P. Diddy songs that are just horrible, mm. um, but, you know, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, the the foreshadowing of his death with some of these songs is just, I think that'll always override everything, Um, you know, being 12 days before it. So, you know, everything that he's saying, how much is he foreshadowing? How much is he bringing that to himself? I don't know, you know, but all in all, there's three or four absolute bangers. We don't use that anymore because somebody made fun of us once, but banger of songs and some of them that are maybe considered even deep tracks that aren't, you know, the the radio plays, things like that. So all in all, I think this is great right here at 179. Um, You know, probably could be a little higher, but we'll just say it's
1: rolling well-toned here at 179. I just got to say, guys, I do love this podcast. I didn't know anything about Biggie before we started. I mean, I should have, because this is right in my wheelhouse of like when I was alive. But now that you, when you've listened to his two albums and you kind of understood where he was and like what was going on, it's, it's, it's a really is a crazy story. You know what I mean? It would literally be like mean, if I died oh, getting if I died stuck in a dryer. You'd be like, damn, that's incredible. This guy, he was talking about that shit for years and it finally happened. I'll, to I'll, happen.
3: I mean, he he's pretty close to where you live, isn't he? I mean, he grew up five miles away from you, something like that. He's not oh, that yeah, far. But I don't away, go down to
2: Brooklyn. It's not way too <laughs> well, far. I'm just saying, but like all things <laughs> Man, considered, right. he's really he's close. pretty darn
3: close, isn't he? What, yeah, what is what of what is
2: the Venn diagram of kids who grew up with a milk band and also listen to Biggie Smalls? <laughs> Very high. <laughs> That's a very.
1: <laughs> Mom, pop, can I have a system in my car? I want to get bumps. I want to get bumps. <laughs> okay, son, you can, but we're going to be a accountability buddy. Tell me, never mind. Tell me if there's any swearing in those bumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron, rolling well toned, rolling boner, rolling grown.
0: It's a hard one. It's it's hard to listen to. Um, There's a lot in here in terms of uh, materialistic music that's foreshadowing, foreshadowing what goes on with the shiny suit era and people who took the wrong messages from this music. But um, and it is sort of overstuffed. uh, But this album has everything. It has the the pop uh, rap verses that we knew so well. It has the verses that other rappers study and dissect, like "And I Got a Story to Tell" or "Kick in the Door." And it has some great production on here as well, which we didn't even talk about that much. So, um, because it's Biggie's last uh, document, and as you know, it, it it is foreshadowing his death all up and down. And and because it matters, I'm going to give it a rolling well-toned.
1: Aaron, unfortunately, you and everyone else are incorrect. What? No. Okay. Shit. This gets a re- this gets a rolling foreshadown. Foreshadowed. Wait, then Aaron's right. Well, no. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's actually <laughs> and then normally I write hey, something did, else did, about did, that. Hold on. on. Did you say that this was foreshadowing his death I, and everything? Yeah, didn't you say the
0: same thing, Matt? I thought well, we yeah. were right.
1: Yeah. yeah we're, no, no, we no, no. no. I was we were saying right this time. I was saying foreshadows, because it was kind of <laughs> like the Beatles of our time who on stage would make foreshadows, because there's four of them we had it okay. this time. I, I think, think we broke our no, streak. Right. No, nope. yeah, I
3: think we had again. I'm right. gonna, You know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to put a, a plus one in my win column today. Notch in my belt.
1: Yeah. All right. We've gone zero days since these guys haven't guessed <laughs> what I was going to say. Next week, what does the Skunk Ape, the G-Spot, and the album Forever Changes by the band Love have in oh. common? Skunk Ape. I don't think they actually exist and we'll talk about them next week. When you want to hear about
0: the greatest <laughs> albums of all time. <laughs> Skunk Ape. But you're
1: just too lazy to look. <laughs> I like how I say online. Skunk Ape and G-Spot. You guys are obsessed with Skunk Ape. <laughs> if you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off <laughs> Sounds track. like something Biggie would rap about. Cause cause you haven't found G-Spot, wrapped, it? I mean, you, I mean, don't put me and Aaron in that category. Ride right. non-chromates
2: non-chrom- with my friend Skunk Ape. Guys, how many times did Aaron use the phrase overstuffed in his rating? <laughs> I mean, overstuffed. <laughs> What are we talking about here? The Biggie Smalls double album or Scotty Pippen's ex-wife sex life? Oh, it's Overstuffed to there. You
0: gotta be All right,
2: All right. Point taken.
1: Overstuffed. Hey, Russell, oh, uh, next week I want you to take me to the 2-7 club, but it's the 2-7 uh, and the dealer has a six club.
2: Oh, yes, I'll be there.
1: He's oh. on fire! Oh, wrong one. Okay, now I got to tell him another one. Uh, uh, Matt, can you be my uh, gambling accountability buddy next week? Sure. And I'm going to tell you every time I gamble.
4: <laughs>
1: I've got the ledger ready to go. Oh, God, that's sick. Don't say that.